0: Welcome, great patriotic friends, to February 10th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. I am your host, Joseph DeCristoforo, and some good news regarding my YouTube channel, folks. I found a video editing program that I can use, thanks to the group of the podcasters' hangout. It's been suggested I use a program called DaVinci Resolve. Resolved. So, I've been experimenting with it, but I'm not going to have much time this week since I'm on a week-long meditation. Indian Well. California Southern Desert. That's right. I'm spending some quality time saying very nice things during my meditation to my optic nerve to hopefully help my eyesight. Now, I know how wacky that must sound to a lot of you, but it's a long story. And the group I'm with actually has some success in using meditation to heal from physical problems. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. Since there is no treatment available for my eyesight malfunctions, so bear with me. I'm still working on content, and for now, I'm just going to call the show Joe's Great American History. How do you like that, huh? Sound good? When I return to San Diego, I can move forward with my YouTube channel. So, again, thanks for bearing with me, everybody, and thanks for being great patriotic American (laughs) listeners. And now, let's begin the show as we customarily do with a Pledge of Allegiance. Let's everybody stand up, face the flags, and put our right hands over our hearts and begin. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen, brothers and sisters. And now on to today's headlines. I'll talk about a spy exchange between the U.S. and Soviet Union. Plus, rest in peace, Leonard Knight, the creator of Salvation Mountain. And as far as that Ice King story, well, that's one of the new ones I was going to do on my YouTube channel. So I guess we'll just have to hold off on that one for now. Sorry folks, but here we go anyway. 1962. Spy exchange between the US and Soviet Union. Francis Gary Powers for Rudolf Abel. Powers was flying a recon mission in the Soviet Union when his U-2 plane was shot down, thus leading to the U-2 spy plane incident. The US denied having any part of the flying, but Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev presented undeniable evidence that America was in fact spying. Abel, on the other hand, was posing as an artist in Manhattan. When he was arrested, investigators found a hollow pencil with notes inside it, a hollow wooden block that contained microfilm, and a code book. Despite this, the Soviet Union denied any espionage. President JFK and Khrushchev really wanted to make peace, but were too busy measuring each other with a ruler to make peace happen. This was an opportunity for both sides to improve relations. The exchange took place at the Jellenecker Bridge that linked East and West Berlin, February 10th, 1962. 2014, Leonard Knight, artist of Salvation Mountain, passes away. I believe he's absolutely right when he says that God is love and God loves humankind, and perhaps I'll find out for sure someday sitting next to Leonard having that discussion on a cloud somewhere in heaven but hopefully not for a very long time yet. Born November 1st, 1931 in Burlington, Vermont, Leonard was odd. He didn't have a lot of friends and was bullied. He enlisted in the military in 1951, served for a while, got out, did some odd jobs, and then, one day, Jesus started talking to him. Age 36, he got into a debate with his sister regarding Jesus, went off in his VW bus, alone, and recited the sinner's prayer. Jesus, I'm a sinner. Please come upon my body and into my heart. And he said it over and over until he got his vision. Knight went to churches and explained his visions, but was discredited by deities who thought that Knight was just too much of a simpleton. Meanwhile, the simpleton saw more than any deity could at that time, so Knight decided to spread the word through the use of a homemade hot air balloon. Stop laughing. True story. He drove his van to Nebraska and went to work on the world's largest hot air balloon that would read, God is love. So he went and got some fabric and material and tried to make this balloon, but thankfully it never inflated. The Lord works in mysterious ways, it's been said. This balloon may not have been a good idea. Even if you did take a pair of male and female animals of every species on earth and try and squeeze it in the box, it probably still wouldn't work. Then again, what do I know? Anyway, Knight moved to Imperial Valley in SoCal where his van broke down and he could spread his message with gallons and gallons of spray paint. Right there on Salvation Mountain. My understanding is that he didn't actually purchase the land. His VW just kind of broke down right there and so he went to work. It's in a strange area of California called Nyland, which has Bombay Beach, which is a wasteland of old cars and scrap buses, right next to Slab City, which has World War II vehicles rotting in the desert. Squatters and other folks in RVs actually stay for the winter in these places. But anyway, starting in 1985, Leonard grabbed some concrete, shoveled some sand, and lots of paint. He built and built and built on this land with biblical verses and reminders to repent until the mountain he built collapsed. He started over using adobe clay and straw. In the 90s, critics of the mountain called it a toxic waste dump and threatened to have Leonard's mountain of message moved to a burial site in a Nevada waste dump. But Leonard had some fans and a little bit of Jesus, who got California Senator Barbara Boxer on his side, calling the mountain in 2002, quote, a unique and visionary sculpture, a national treasure, profoundly strange and beautifully accessible, and worthy of the international acclaim it receives, unquote. This would help the land to be preserved as a national monument. But Leonard's health continued to decline as he aged, and after 2010, was placed into a nursing home in El Cajon, about 10 minutes away from where I live, actually. On this day in 2014... Leonard Knight passed on to meet Jesus in person and his legacy continues to live on. His mountain still needs a lot of pain if you want to help out. 1899. Happy anniversary, Hubert Hoover and Lou Henry. Lou Henry was a student of his at Stanford. They began their marriage in China and fell into the Chinese Boxer Rebellion of 1900. An international coalition was able to stop the rebellion and after that, the Hoovers spent their time between California and London. When Herbert Hoover was elected president, Lou Henry served as president of the Girl Scouts. She was a guest speaker on a radio broadcast and talked of volunteer opportunities. She spoke five languages, incidentally, is the only first lady to date that spoke an Asian language and received eight honorary degrees throughout her life. 1992! Mike Tyson Convicted of Raping Beauty Queen Desiree Washington. In July of 1991, the two met at an event for the Miss Black America pageant. They went back to his hotel, and that's when he got into trouble, although he claimed the sex was mutual. Iron Mike would serve three years. I'm guessing the guards in prison didn't feed him well because when Mike Tyson got out, he was so hungry he tried to eat Evander Holyfield's ear. But that's another story. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for February 10th on Joe's Daily U.S. History Lesson. Once again, I'm your host, Joseph DiCristoforo. Check out the website, joesdailyushistorylesson.com, as well as the Facebook page. Uh Let me know what your thoughts are on today's episode. For instance, what's your take on the spy exchange between the U.S. and Soviet Union? Have you ever been to Salvation Mountain? We almost did once when we were going to San Diego to Phoenix. Except it's like a half an hour out of the way, though. But one of these days. But let me know what you think. And finally, what about Mike Tyson? Did he get what he deserved? So yeah, let me know about that and so much more on the website, as well as the Facebook page. And speaking of Facebook, I wanted to thank some of the people who have liked me on Facebook recently, including Lola Haynes, Walter Hernandez, Angelica Alvarez, Linda Hammond, and my cousin Chuck Jackson. Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out tomorrow's program. I'll talk about the Yalta Conference, Chevron, Sakojawe, as well as Sports News, Michael Jordan, Bill Parcells, and Ozzie Smith. So don't miss that. Until then, thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks for being great patriotic Americans. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night now.